One of the things that we decided right off the bat when we started this podcast was we would not let just anybody sponsor us. To get on here and be a sponsor, you have to share the same values and you have to have the same heart uh, as we do. And you have to be providing something that's very important to us. And coffee is very important to us. And that's why we've been very happy to have Juniper Mountain Trading Post Coffee as our personal sponsors here on the channel. They're the company that provides all the coffee for the school. It's the coffee that we drink personally at home. And, uh, and we're very, very happy. They're a family-owned company that does everything themselves. And they have the same standards and the same heart that we do. So if you're looking for a, a quality coffee company, uh, go to junipermountaincoffee.com. And when you check out, make sure that you plug in and type in Dry Creek, all one word, for a 10% discount. Good morning. Uh, welcome to the Dry Creek Wrangler podcast. This is actually the first recording uh, I have made specifically for the podcast. Uh, up to this point, what we have done to get things started is we've taken videos from the YouTube channel that will lend itself to this operation and just remove the audio and uploaded the audio, uh, which a lot of folks have asked for because they, uh, they would like the content in a format that they can listen to in the car and uh, the commute to work or listen to in the kitchen while doing their chores or, or whatever. And so, um, but this one, this one I'm sitting here, uh, in my place and I've got myself a fresh cup of coffee and it just lit up a, uh, CAO flathead V21. And, uh, I'm just relaxed and going to try this out. It's kind of weird. You wouldn't even know me if you saw me right now. I don't have a hat on. But uh, I've had so many recommendations and requests that I start a podcast. I resisted for a long time because I didn't know how it worked. I didn't understand it. Uh, but a friend of mine started one this week. And uh, so I said, well, if you're going to start one, then I'll look at it and maybe I can get some tips and directions and help from you. And, but he put me in contact with the guy that was helping him. Um, and uh, this guy's been a lot of help. And so, so we're trying it. It's another new thing, man. Don't, don't say old dogs can't learn new tricks because this old dog has learned a lot of new tricks in the last year. So we're going to, we're going to try this new endeavor, this new adventure and see how it goes. It's over years ago. My family and I were living, actually we were here in Tennessee over west of here. And uh, my wife and I had, we had bought a house on 10 acres of land. And it was really hilly. And it was covered in trees. And the house sat on the top of a really steep driveway up the hill. And the driveway, they had paved it, um, well concrete, about up about three quarters of the way up. And, uh, so when it rained, 
the driveway was so steep, when it rained, all the water running off the hills behind the house and then off the hill in front of the house would run down the ditch on the side of the driveway and just wash it out, something terrible. So I ordered in a truckload of riprap. Um, that's what we called it. Uh, you've seen going down the road, you've seen the rocks on the side of the road. They're white usually, and they're there to, uh, they're placed there to stop erosion and that's what these were. These were white rocks. The size anywhere from a good size apple up to a small watermelon. And uh, so I had the dump truck back up and just dump these off to the side there at the bottom of that driveway. So I brought the kids out. We had seven kids that were uh, from ages roughly about three my youngest was three, and my oldest was about 13, I think right in there. Uh, and you say, Dwayne, that's really close for seven kids. It is. There's a set of twins in there. Uh, so, but, so we brought the children up, and so I said, kids, we're going to move this pile of rocks, and we're going to distribute this pile of rocks up the ditch along the driveway. We're going to do it by hand. It's us. That's what we're going to do. And so, um, one of my boys, I don't remember if it was Ben, my oldest, or Jesse, uh, they were about ages of 13 and 11, I guess, uh, started climbing that pile of rocks to go up to the center of the pile and get the rock. They were going to start up in the middle. The highest rock, we're going to move that one and move it down. And he started climbing that pile of rocks to get that rock. And I, and I said, no, don't, don't do that. I said, all of the rocks have to be moved. This little rock out here on the edge of the pile by itself, that one has to be moved. Just as much as the one that's up on top in the middle. There's no point in climbing over a bunch of rocks that have to be moved to get a rock that has to be moved. So we'll start out here on the parameter, what's on the ground, And we'll move those rocks and we'll start moving into the pile. And then we'll start pulling off what's easily accessible and easily reachable off of the pile. And we'll take those and that, that's how we'll move this pile of rocks. So William was, I think he was about three and we got him a five gallon bucket, an empty five gallon bucket. And that bucket was, I think it came up to like his shirt pocket. It was dang near as big as he was, but he would pick up couple three rocks the size of you know an orange and put in that bucket and drag it up the hill and drag it over the ditch and and then reach down and pull them out and drop them in the ditch and everybody was working and you know my wife and I and those seven small children we moved that entire pile of rocks that entire pile of rocks we moved ourselves by hand <clears throat> you may feel like you have a pile of rocks that's blocking your success in life, that's blocking your happiness, that's blocking where you want to go, what you want to get done, but it's a big pile. And if you look at that pile as a single entity, a pile, you can't walk up and wrap your arms around that pile and pick it up and move it. 
And so it is daunting. It's discouraging. And so you just, you won't try because I can't do it. But if you look at that pile of rocks as just that, a pile of individual single rocks. And while you cannot move the pile singular, you can move the rocks, plural, one at a time. And while you may not be able to handle a pile of rocks, you can handle a rock. And if you keep handling the individual rocks, eventually you'll look around one day and the pile is gone. Now, whether it be whatever situation you're facing in life, all of life just seems like you've hit a wall. Well, maybe you've hit a pile of rocks. And you say, Dwayne, I, I can't get over the wall. I can't get through the wall. I can't get around the wall. Well, maybe that wall is just a pile of rocks. And you just move it one rock at a time. And you start with the little rocks out on the parameter, right there where you're at. Easily accessible, easy to pick up. Pick up that rock. Remove that rock and get it out of the way. And come back and find another rock that is accessible that you can move. Pick up that one rock. Move that one rock. You keep doing that over time. And if it's a real big pile of rocks, it may take a lot of time. But it'll keep getting smaller and keep getting smaller. You'll keep getting more and more confident. And one day you'll look around and that, that pile will be gone. And your path will be open and clear. Now, if it feels like it's just life is just... It, Life is drudge. It's just a puddle. All right, you're just in a puddle. And you don't have the um, ambition. You don't have the discipline. You don't have the uh, excitement, the will. You don't have a direction. You don't have a focus. You don't have anything anymore. Um, and it just seems to be too much. Just break it down into individual rocks. Just break it down into individual rocks. Okay? Where do you want to go? Now, I'm assuming if you're going down a path of life and there's a huge pile of rocks in the path in front of you, I'm assuming you have a destination where you're wanting to go on the other side of those rocks. But if not, get a destination. All right? There's so many people out there that are so stuck and they're not really stuck. They just don't know where to go. They don't know where they want to go in life. They don't know what they want to do. They don't know what they want to be. You're not going to make anywhere if you don't know where you're going. All right? Where are you going to go? That's the first rock. The first rock is a lack of direction, a lack of focus. Where are you going to go? All right, figure it out. What do you need to do to get there? Well, to get anywhere, you've got to have some um, focus. You've got to have some determination. You've got to have some, some self-discipline. Okay, so you need to work on these little rocks in your life. If you spend 
um, a major part of your time scrolling TikTok, playing video games, um, watching TV on social media, and uh, your personal hygiene leaves something to be desired. Your house or your apartment or your dorm room is always a mess. You can't get into your car because of all the garbage and trash and everything in it. These are little rocks. These are little rocks that you can pick up and move. The little rock of sloppiness. The little rock of carelessness. The little rock of, I just, I just don't care. You can change that. You can change that. Uh, when you get up of a morning, I'm not the first one who's come up with this, but it's, it's very right, and it's very true, and it's very good. Um, when you get up of a morning, make your bed. Why? Because that's going to, a made bed is going to make life better. It's not the made bed. It's the act of you making the bed. It's the act of the first thing you do when you start out the day is you put something in order. You start the day by putting something in order. It's not for the bed's sake. It's for your view of life. It's for your state of mind. It's for your approach to the day. All right? And then go take a shower. Yeah, go take a shower. Folks, this is... This is, we live in, uh, it's 2023, and we, we don't live like we used to before. There is no excuse for not being clean, other than you're in the middle of work, and you come home from work, and you're dirty, and that's a good thing. That's a glorious thing. That's something to be proud of. But there's no excuse for starting the day out smelling and sloppy and dirty. Go take a shower, all right? If you are clean-shaven then shave, all right? Have some personal pride in your appearance. That's something that's not taught these days. I mean, don't be a dandy. Don't, don't be a, um, just have some personal pride. And that's what it comes down to, self-respect. I guess that's the word I'm looking for. A lot of the rocks in your life are there due to a lack of your own personal self-respect, all right? So, um, so take a shower. All right. If you shave, then shave. Don't, don't just be raggedy. All right. Comb your hair for crying. I don't care if your hair is short. I don't care if it's long. I don't care if you have a mohawk. If you have a blue mohawk, then make sure that blue is the brightest blue and that mohawk is standing up straight and bristly and proud and shiny. All right. Have some personal respect. It, it is, there's a reason why it's a mockery and a meme today for the people of Walmart, the people who are going through Walmart in their pajamas, who haven't combed their hair, who's wearing their fuzzy slippers. Man, if life dumps a load on you in the middle of Walmart, uh, you do not have the mentality or the heart or the state of mind or the dignity to face it, okay? This is just, this is just for your own personal approach to life. If you cannot approach life head up and clear-eyed 
in your apartment or in your house before you step out the door to face the day, how are you going to face the day with courage, with, with um, integrity, with ambition, with energy, with zeal, with effectiveness? Okay, These are little rocks, little bitty rocks, but little bitty rocks that you can, you can change. Um, the, uh, and, you know, like I've mentioned before, you can, you can start reading books. You can start studying. You can start learning. You can start expanding your mind. You, you have a very narrow, small, dim view of what life consists of. But life is huge. And, yeah, it's hard. And there's a lot of darkness out there. But it's also beautiful. It's grand. It's magnificent. But you can't see it if you don't go looking for it. Okay? So a lot of what you start working on is your own personal view your own personal approach to things, okay? Um, in, uh, let me see, 281, in the year 281, any of you history buffs out there know what the significance of that year was? That's the year that Hannibal crossed the Alps to get down into to uh, Italy in his war with Rome. He crossed the Alps in the winter of 281 and he took elephants with him. Now, they say that in this incredible feat, going up over the Alps, they came huge mountain boulders. Huge mountain boulders that they could not move. The elephants obviously could not get through, but they were too big for the elephants to move. The armies couldn't get over them, couldn't get around them. And it was a big rock, not a pile of rocks, a big, huge, monstrous, heartbreaking, daunting rock. So what did they do? They built fires at the base of these rocks. They would come up on one of these rocks and they'd, drag a bunch of wood up and they'd build a big fire up against this rock at the base of it. And they would heat that rock up, get it really hot, and then they'd bring buckets of cold water and throw on the rock. And the expansion and contraction, the sudden expansion and contraction of this huge boulder caused by the heat with the, then the sudden cold would cause these rocks to crack and explode. So they would turn the great big rock, one great big insurmountable, immovable rock into a bunch of little rocks. And then they would move the little rocks. And they picked, Hannibal picked the most impossible, the most unseemly uh, route to get to his destination. And then he ran into the most uh, improbable obstacles but he surmounted those obstacles not by going over them. It wasn't possible. Not by going around them. It wasn't possible. They had to be moved. So he broke them down into little movable parts. And took that huge boulder and moved that boulder one part at a time. And he didn't do it with brute force. They didn't go out there with a bunch of sledgehammers and bust these rocks up. They didn't have dynamite. They didn't have black powder. They had heat, and they had cold, and they had their brains, and they had knowledge. 
and he had patience. And that's what we have to have. I, d I don't know what boulder you're facing. I don't know what pile of rocks you're facing. But I know there's very little in life that we can't remove. If we can't go around it, we can't go over it, we can remove it. All right? So I just want just to encourage you in that and uh, want to, uh, I don't want anybody, I don't want to see any of you, you folks stuck. All right? You've got one life. You only have the one. And, uh, you know, people talk about living your best life. That's, that's what I want. I want to see you living your best life. Okay? And uh, living your best life is not necessarily chasing down all the, the money you can get. All right? It's, it's not. Um, but, you know, live your best life. All right? So I'm going to go ahead and stop here, and uh, we'll uh, wish you guys all the best, and and uh, I hope I hope it works out for you. And now I've got to figure out a way to to uh, end this recording because it's just not the same as as the videos. But uh, we'll just stop, and we'll catch you guys next time.